The Best Worst Idea Podcast. In 2015, I traveled to Paris to meet with ocean conservationist Paul Watson. I had just spent the better part of the last two years researching him for a script I was hired to write. It was to be a biopic of his early years starting Greenpeace and his subsequent plan to hunt down and ram a notorious whaling ship called the Sierra. It was the first time in my life I'd come face-to-face with the real-life subject I'd been writing about. It was both exhilarating and a little bit scary. Scary because I had already written a draft of the script. He had just read it and had summoned me to Paris to discuss it. It was something I had feared from the start. Paul Watson was an extraordinary man. And like many extraordinary people, he could be divisive, stubborn, and at times, deeply flawed. His obsession with protecting the oceans and its inhabitants had been to the exclusion of just about everything else. He had many friends, but just as many enemies. I, in my ultimate wisdom, had decided I would not write a fluffy biopic that shied away from controversy. No. I was going to write a warts and all version that showed the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I had done that. And now I would have to answer for it. Listen, I said, I'm all about a free trip to Paris, but why can't we meet here in the States or Vancouver? Why Paris? I mean, can't we just do a phone call? The reason, I found out, was that Paul Watson was living in Paris because he couldn't leave France. If he did, Interpol would arrest him on charges stemming from an incident in 2002 in Guatemalan territorial waters, where Watson had caught a Costa Rican vessel illegally finning sharks, and his subsequent escorting of the vessel into Costa Rica for arrest set off a chain reaction of baseless accusations and criminal charges against him charges that were entirely dropped in 2019, but were still in place when I was asked to make the journey to France. It all felt very mysterious and exciting. A fugitive on the world stage calling me to meet with him, presumably to cuss me out over my libelous and unscrupulous script. Part of me dreaded it, but another part of me was kind of looking forward to it. Something that my research had shown me more than once is that many people who spent decades working with him still had no idea who he really was. They were no closer to pulling back the curtain on this very complex, determined, and insular person. How, then, could I have solved that problem with just a couple of years of research? Well, the answer is I couldn't. I had written a version of Paul Watson, cobbled together from stories, interviews, and books about him from a number of different perspectives. The one irrefutable truth, though, is that Paul Watson loved the Earth. He loved the environment and its many creatures more than the human race. He saw humans as a virus, slowly infecting the world with its greed and consumption and who must be stopped before it's too late. 
When I arrived at his hotel the day of the meeting, I stepped inside his room and found not a crazy maniacal captain ready to go down with the ship, not a man in a Zodiac boat zipping in between the whales in the water and the harpoon cannons pointed at them from large whaling vessels. No, what I saw was just a man. Without a boat and a war to wage, he seemed adrift and unsure about his future. In short, he seemed like a man who was wanted by Interpol on bogus charges and was having to lay low in France. After we exchanged pleasantries, I waited for his verbal onslaught to begin. I imagined his list of reasons and complaints with my written portrayal. The conversation continued, but at no time did he appear to be upset or angry. I eventually asked him directly about his concerns with the script. He then ticked off a very small list of very reasonable and thoughtful notes about the way he would be portrayed on screen. I pressed for more. There had to be more. Even my own inner critic could come up with a bigger list than he did. Nope. That was it. I guess I was happy he was okay with the script, but he never said he loved it. But I didn't expect him to either. Over the next couple days, I took the opportunity to ask him questions about his story that seemed vague or needed clarification. There were plenty of moments recounted by others that raised more questions than they answered. But to his credit, he answered every question and even offered some new stories I hadn't heard before. When it was all said and done, I left wondering if the man I was writing about was the same guy I just spent two days with asking questions. I felt like I knew him even less than I did before I got there. How strange it felt. I mean, I got what I needed for the story, but whoever Paul Watson really was, it would remain an unfound wreck at the bottom of a deep and dark ocean. Lost to time. If you enjoyed this content, please do me a favor and like, comment, and share it. Or you can subscribe to this podcast by going to www.bestworstideapodcast.com.